Welcome to Miss Connections. We're both Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth Via, aka Lizzie. And I'm Elizabeth Wyndham, aka Beth. Miss Connections is a podcast that explores our longing to connect and the circumstances that stand in our way. Each episode will bring a true story of a misconnection and an expert guest to help us unpack the themes of the story so that we can all get better at making real, meaningful connections that feel good to us. That's why we started this show. After a series of our own misconnections in dating, friendships, and family relationships, we decided to get some help. Good news! <laughs> <laughs> You've stumbled upon a different type of episode where we're bringing more voices, more perspectives, and expanding upon the conversation we get to have around connection. That's right. It's time for another Misconnections Mini. Lizzie, we're halfway through the first season of Misconnections. Ah! I know. Wow. We're doing it. We have covered a lot so far. We have learned a lot so far. And we've even connected a lot so far. Yes, we have. (laughs) And today we're going to take a second to check in together. Yes. We're going to take a quick pause in the middle of the season to ask each other a few quick questions about what we've learned, how we're feeling about connection, and we're hoping that you will follow along, ask yourself the same questions, and share what you think with us too. So, Beth, you ready to jump right in? Hit me with one. (laughs) I feel like I sort of studied for this, honestly. I'm feeling a little nervous. (laughs) Did I go back and listen to all the episodes in preparation? Okay. Seriously. (laughs) First question, what has surprised you about connection so far in what we've talked about, heard from our guests, heard from our stories? I don't know if there, if it's been a full feeling of surprise, but I think I've felt a lot of confirmation mm. throughout our time this season. And the confirmation is that connection is essential. Connection is meaning making. It's human. It's grounding. And when there's a lack of connection that's occurring in different aspects of our lives, we are essentially like missing out on being fully human in a sense. And to me, coming to that conclusion, it's a little alarming because there's so much in our day-to-day lives that are trying to kind of distract us from connection Mm. And I know that there's a lot of people who desire connection. And so I guess, yeah, this this whole season has made me all the more determined to bring forth more opportunities for people to learn about connection. I love that. Yeah. I did have a moment of surprise, actually. Did you? Yeah. In one of our episodes, the episode we did with our guest, Jamie Lee Finch, Yeah. the episode title was You Worked Until You Didn't. I think I went into that episode thinking, like, this is not a me episode. This is a you episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, you have a personal story that connects to the story brought in. You have a personal connection with Jamie. And I think I felt very much like I think I'll defer to you for how we're going to do this, what we're going to talk about, and I'll hopefully not, like, mess it up in the process. And as we were talking, I realized kind of how connected I felt to that episode in a way that was surprising Mm. to me. I think that's because 
you know, one of our goals as we started this podcast was to be able to present a variety of topics, a variety of stories. And like when you're listening to someone tell their story, you are going to be surprised in the ways that you connect with that, that you relate to them. And so I think it was kind of hilarious to go into that thinking like, that I wasn't going to, <laughs> since mm-hmm. that was the whole yeah. concept of what we're doing here. But I think maybe it wasn't that I didn't think I'd connect at all. It's that I was surprised at the level to which I connected. Um, and it was really mm-hmm. meaningful to me. It it has stuck with me. Yeah, it felt really important. Well, I'm so curious to like what other things have stuck with you throughout the season. What have you continued to think about? Hmm. You know, our first episode was about situationships and about yes. relationships that live in the gray area and how there's opportunity for connection in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And I was so thrilled about that conversation that we had. It really met me right where I was at in that moment of time, like literally yeah. in what you could call a situationship that felt good, that felt important, felt valuable. And then it was interesting because by the time we got to the episode we just did with Demona Hoffman, celebrity dating coach, that was more about relationships in the way that we think about them. Like my situation had changed. And while I wasn't necessarily going into the episode with Demona thinking, oh, I can't wait to hear all these dating tips so that I can, you know, lock down a boyfriend or something like that. Uh, (laughs) What is the secret sauce? Um, But it was more like, I think what's stuck with me is both the episodes coming together and like Mm -hmm. the questions that they're asking about romantic connection and intimacy and vulnerability and communication in those spaces together have actually, I've continued to think about them and reconcile them with how I feel because the reality is we're never in necessarily like one box or one understanding of maybe relationships if we're open to being more nuanced. Mm -hmm. And so I think that piece has been really fun to keep chewing on as we had those conversations. And obviously like now that we're done with those conversations, continuing to chew on it now. How about you? What's stuck with you? Pretty much every episode, there's something (laughs) that has stuck with me. Mm -hmm. But one thing that definitely surprised me was the long-term relationship episode, Mm because obviously, like, I'm single as single you can be. And <laughs> single I as am fuck. not yeah, single as That's fuck. Me. <laughs> and not necessarily looking to get or be in a long-term relationship at this point, mm-hmm. at this intersection of my life. But the ability to learn all the ways we communicate from a place of disconnection from a place that causes disconnection was just so enrapturing to me because I could just see them like different stacks upon stacks upon stacks of like the job that we have as humans right now in our communication style is to really sift through all of those different layers to find connection. And 
I just wanted literally everybody in all of humanity to listen to that episode and <laughs> ponder upon it and mm-hmm. think about like, well, how am I communicating from a place of disconnection? And how should I approach conversations and questions and getting to know others, regardless of what kind of relationship it is, in a way that's promoting connection. So that was definitely one that stuck with me. And then this last episode that we had with Eve Rodsky and motherhood. Mm-hmm. Again, I am not a mother. I am not planning to be a mother anytime soon. I'm sure there's going to be elements of mothering that occur in my life as I continue to grow. But I was connecting a lot with what Eve's perspective of unicorn space and the essential aspect of needing to have time to just be creative, just be, to discover who you are and letting go all of the different labels and responsibilities that you have as an adult. But I also like was struggling in the sense that I didn't want to like appropriate (laughs) the conversation around motherhood because, you know, you heard me, I came from it from this chronic illness perspective and I felt a little vulnerable making that statement because, again, like I really care about the different ways we're trying to offer stories around connection. And I wanted to honor the caregiving, the motherhood lens. But at the same time, caregiving applies in many different areas of your life. And so to be able to have that conversation with Eve and to be able to talk to somebody who so deeply cares about connection in the way that we deeply care about connection. It was just like such a fun nerding out conversation for me. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because that actually really stuck with me too. We first, Mm -hmm. you know, started reading Eve's book in preparation for Talking to Eve, I was like, unicorn space, what's what's this going to be about? I don't know about this. I don't know about all this. Not a hobby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just kind of like the, you know, I think you've come across enough like self-help books that are mm-hmm. like, you know, be a girl boss or whatever that you're just yes, kind of like exactly. unicorn space. Oh, no. What's, what are we in for here? Yeah, yeah. And when I read it, I was just so – I was – really blown away by what she mm-hmm. offered in that book and how much I related to it personally. And I felt similarly when we were having that conversation where I, you know, kept my sister in mind as the mom yeah. that's closest to me and wanted to kind of come at it from that point of view. But after we got to have that conversation also in which like she's just so cool like, yes. <laughs> Eve is so cool. And so, she, so cool. she like her first F-bomb, I was like, okay, unicorn space is fine. <laughs> We're good. We're good on that. But, uh, you know, I, I think that after the conversation we got to have, just that concept is, itself has like, it's freed me up from a lot of pressure that I sure. put yeah. on myself to, to lean into one of those three P's she talked about productivity, partner, parent. Mm -hmm. It's the productivity slash professional piece that I really, you know, feel like all of my time needs to go into. And so Mm -hmm. the conversation that we got to have with her about being able to be creative and to be curious and to take space that don't fit into those roles has been really great for relieving some of that 
pressure for me. So that's definitely something that has stuck with me too. So as we've been talking so much about connection and connecting with each other, connecting with people who are coming on to talk to us and the storytellers, how do you feel about connection in your life right now? Is there something you've identified you want more of or less of? How are you thinking about it? I definitely, in general, want more connection in my life. I'm still navigating the pandemic and the loss of connection throughout the pandemic because I haven't developed back the rituals of really spending time with people as much as I used to in the past, partially because there's all these different kind of like waves that continue to go and I'm trying to be careful. Mm -hmm. But also like, again, time just seems to be lacking. And so I miss that aspect of connection where it was a lot easier to plan a a gathering or a dinner or whatever. And part of it is just like the people that I connect with the most, the people that I have deep relationships with, we're just at different areas of our life. So um, definitely more connection, but I also am still really fighting the impetus to fix myself Mm. before I deserve more connection. You know, I always say that I'm a recovering perfectionist. I don't know if the recovering is actually real or if I'm just still <laughs> you're an aware you know, perfectionist. Firmly in. I'm aw- <laughs> exactly like I'm very self-aware mm-hmm. that I'm a perfectionist. And so part of that is I do need to let myself be quote unquote messy or more vulnerable with my emotions within connections versus this self-awareness that I kind of am really great at communicating. Mm -hmm. But in that, practically speaking, I'm getting back into therapy. So (gasps) thank you, Miss Connections. Yes. (laughs) Yay. What about you? How are you feeling about connection right now? Um, I feel – quick rewind in my life is Mm -hmm. that two years ago, you know, I quit my very intense full-time job. And it was kind of the culmination of, let's say, seven very intense years, starting with a divorce, moving into running my own company, rebuilding my life by myself, and then, you know, working at a startup during the pandemic that was just very intense. And so when I quit that job and didn't necessarily have full-time work that I was jumping right into – the opportunity that I felt there was to rebuild the relational life that I hadn't had in that time that I had been just working so hard to like be a human in the world um, and then mm-hmm, working so mm-hmm. hard like professionally. And so mm-hmm. I you know, dove into that and was able to find through playing a lot of soccer, a lot of really amazing friends and like a community, a group of of friends that I haven't had for a very long time. So that has been really fulfilling. And the other thing that I jumped right into was dating. And Mm -hmm. I think I, after my divorce, didn't really because of all of the work that I was doing to just like not fall apart. I think that you know, there wasn't any buffer room to like to be in the dating space in any way that had the potential for risk mm-hmm. that 
had the potential for growth because it was really needing to like hold things together. And so I mm-hmm. felt like, well, fuck it. Like I don't have a job, <laughs> a full-time <laughs> job. Like I have the time as now. And so I really spent the past two years kind of in different dating relationships, different kinds, and putting a lot of thought and energy and intention toward that, not necessarily because I needed those relationships to succeed, but because I wanted to have the opportunity to grow Mm -hmm. and to experience something different in relationships. And I think that I am turning a corner going into this year where I feel like, okay, I feel really grateful for that time. I think that I have gotten to establish new templates for romantic relationships. And now I see opportunity in that when the time is right. Mm -hmm. But I feel a little bit annoyed that I've spent so much time focusing on that when I think there's Mm -hmm. a lot to still grapple with for myself. Um, Sure. And so all of that to say I'm coming into this year – really thinking a lot about connecting with myself and like these mm-hmm. years of of distraction whether it was mm-hmm. work or dating or whatever it may be what were they covering up and like yeah. what is underneath there for me to connect with for myself and so that is really fucking scary <laughs> yes but really exciting too and so you know, my therapist is a long year ahead of her, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. <laughs> She's gonna be like, "I've been waiting for this." Yeah, honestly, the, the way that her time. eyes light up. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's not about fixing everything. It's just about sure. identifying with myself that there's some desire for space to let things rise finally. Yeah, and so we'll see. We'll see what that looks like. But that's that's what I'm craving more of, and I am. Excited to see what happens. Me too. Me too. Okay. So, I mean, we kind of loosely talked about this in some of our answers, but are there any other highlights that you've experienced so far this season? I really, really love talking to Thomas Page McBee. <laughs> yes. I I loved every second of that conversation You know, Thomas, like you mentioned that Eve had been on your list of people to reach out to when we started thinking about this Mm -hmm. podcast. Thomas was on my list. And I really didn't think we had a shot at him saying yes. And the fact that he did and that we got to have such a great conversation with him where we just like threw our questions out the window and like (laughs) plugged in and just really – really got to open up the door and see see where our conversation had to go. And mm-hmm. he is just so, so incredibly smart, so intentional and thoughtful. And I appreciated so, so, so much what he had to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful that we were able to have that conversation. So I would say that is like my my number one highlight. Do you have a number one highlight so far? I mean, there's a couple different ways that my answer could go. So okay. I'm just going to do two of two Can't of wait. the answers. <laughs> One of the highlights has been just affirmation, especially with 
all the different touch points of each episode that we developed and produced. So the affirmation that we received with the storytellers, um, just going through that and developing the stories with them. And then the affirmation we received from our guests who, you know, like you just mentioned, we had some dream guests and we got some people that we never thought would say yes to us. And just to hear how they valued the opportunity to have these conversations was, yeah, a massive highlight for me because it just continues to be like fuel on the fire of let's do more of these and an inspiration to dream of new ways to bring about stories around connection. And then honestly, this whole thing, you know, Lizzie, when you approached me, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get emotional, but I'm like on the precipice. <laughs> when you approached me, you know, a few years back about just like, let's talk ideas I was like in a really, really difficult work situation where I had taken some risk on taking on a client and it proved to really push me to unprecedented amounts of stress (laughs) that I had thought I had already experienced before, (laughs) but I was learning, oh, no, no, things can be more stressful. And just to have like in the beginning, every other week, a coffee date where we could just chat, ask questions, and honestly develop our own sense of connection through those conversations to then be able to come up with this idea. Yeah, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that that happened. I don't know how I would have survived that time without this, you know, and then to be able to do this with you and to be on this journey with somebody that I like trust and care about and um, am just excited to see how you grow in the midst of all of this. It's it's just like, I I never could have imagined that and by way of a like a podcast, I really couldn't. Mm -hmm. So like this whole entire thing has been a massive joy and highlight for me and You know, it just, like I said, I'm just so excited to see where we can go with this, you know? I mean, obviously, I feel the same way. And I think that what's really great about this experience specifically is the fact that we don't have a destination in mind. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) The the destination (laughs) is the day-to-day of what we're doing and that that feels Mm -hmm. good to us. And Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for that opportunity amidst as I have been working through my own professional context, that this can be something that feels a lot like professional work, but has none of the pressure and all of the opportunity yeah. and all of the all the fun, really. Yeah. And so, yeah, I am I am really excited about whatever comes next. Mm-hmm. And I want to add to what you said about the affirmation piece. One thing that I am really grateful for so far is. Every episode when we publish, I am thinking about that storyteller. <laughs> yeah. I am thinking yeah. about what are they going to think when they hear yeah. the conversation that we have? Because it's an incredibly personal journey to share your story mm-hmm. and then let us and someone else that we've brought in 
talk about the themes of that story and and to reflect on the story itself. So every time we publish an episode, I am like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, God, I hope I hope it feels good. I know because they've put this trust in us Mm -hmm. and to hear from literally every storyteller so far after their story is their episode is released that they have valued the conversation they loved hearing their story and that it meant something to them mm-hmm. not just the process of them participating but what they've learned in the conversation after mm-hmm. is so important because that's you know to me the most important people in this process yeah. and so i hope that that means that the people who are listening now are feeling a fraction of that even relating to the stories and then you know having something to take away from the conversation mm-hmm. and i would love to know if you're listening what your answers are to these questions that we've yes. been asking each other we know that our episodes, as Eve joked, we go from dark to light. We know that we can stay in that dark. We want to know. We want to understand what is hard about these yeah. things mm-hmm. and that these are difficult stories to hear sometimes depending on your context. They're heavy subjects at times. And we have hope that those are invitations to connect with your own journey and have a space where you feel like you can be in that space too. Mm -hmm. And so we'd love to hear what you think. Yes, we have an email. It's (laughs) Elizabeth at MissConnectionsPod.com. Email us. We want to hear your thoughts. (laughs) We have an email. (laughs) We do. Um, Okay, well, that's our check-in. Yes. Thank you for joining us on this journey so far. We have so many amazing things coming up ahead in this next half of the season. So stick around. This is Misconnections. Thanks for listening. I'm Elizabeth Windham. And I'm Elizabeth Villa. Misconnections is co-hosted, produced, and edited by us, the Elizabeths, Elizabeth Villa and Elizabeth Windham. Our theme music is Feeling by Danielle Musto. Have a Misconnections story to share with us? Email us at elizabeth at mistconnectionspod.com. And please follow, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube.